If you are a businesswoman working to amplify your six and seven figure business from success to significance, then you know it's not just about the right strategies or the right tactics. It's more and more about high caliber people around you, your team, your collaborators, and advisors that can open doors for you and widen your reach. Welcome to your Circle of Influence podcast with your hosts, Dr. Monica Ogando and Amy Walker. Welcome, everybody, to your Circle of Influence podcast. I am your co-host, Dr. Monica Ogando. And I'm Amy Walker. We are so delighted that you are here. We want to talk today about self-care in the departments of health and wellness and, and you being the best version of yourself so that you can do your best work. And this is something that I didn't know that it was called self-care until it just got really popular over the last maybe 20 years or so, <laughs> because I have to tell you, Amy, Amy asked me to, to share with you in my early twenties, I was diagnosed with stage four cervical cancer and I was given about a year to live. I still remember to this day, his hand gesture when he said about a year, it looked like my life was hanging in the balance of his fingertips. And it's amazing what you remember when you, when you have life altering moments like that. Right. And I remember going to my pastor at the time and I made an appointment with her to talk to her about this because I didn't talk to anybody else. Tip number one of self-care, manage your own energy. Because I knew that if I, if I told my parents, if I told my friends, et cetera, about what I was facing, I was going to have to deal with the Telemundo, the novela. of like, oh my God, what are you going to do? Oh my God, we have to light a candle and we have to pray in a circle. And I, I just wasn't ready for all of that. Uh-huh. So I went to my pastor and I remember her sitting down. She was like this cantankerous, like crone energy old lady, you know? So she sits down. She's like, which conversation are we having? I said, what do you mean? She said, are you getting ready to die or do you want to live? Because depending on what your decision is, we get to have a different conversation. And Ooh. Stopped me in my tracks, Amy Walker. Because I was like, I didn't, re- first of all, I didn't even realize I had a choice. I didn't, yeah. I didn't know that that was a choice that I had to deliberately make. And secondly, holy crap. Now I have to decide where I want to be with this, right? And so I said, no, I want to live. She goes, okay, because if you say to me that you're getting ready to die, then all this, whatever conversations we may have about herbs or praying or hoping for the best and recovery and healing, it's completely relevant because you're getting ready to check out. And mm-hmm. if you were saying to me that you're committed to living, then the fear and the concern and the worry and the terror and the what if scenarios that also is out of place because you're getting ready to amplify your life and to create a, a foundation of wellness and of healing and all of that stuff. She brought me to tears when she made that distinction because I did, it didn't even occur to me. And so one of the things that I implemented and I have implemented every year since when I did that was a 40 day water fast. And every time that I tell people that they're like, what? You're kidding. That's completely not doable. And I'm here to tell you almost 20 years later, it absolutely is. And at the time, it felt like a covenant with God. It felt like, I'm going to do this if you save me. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's like my gesture of, all right, let's barter for my life. 
And now it's really just something that I do on an annual basis. It's a ritual that really helps me to get grounded. That starts the year off for me because I do it in January. And that it really sets me up for the self-discipline and the focus of, oh, I can do anything. If I can do this, I can do anything. And I remember telling you about it, Amy, and you were like, wait a minute, what? (laughs) Yeah, I still feel that way a little bit. And, you know, one of the things that you and I are not on the same level on is discipline with regards to our physical being. And so in full transparency, this is an area that I am weak in. It's an area that I struggle in. And, you know, was it last year, Monica, when you were like, hey, let's do 75 hard. And I was like, are you crazy? (laughs) Yeah, I remember. Crazy? I was like, I don't know, Monica, I'm going to have to pray about that. (laughs) So, and then when I came back, even I was like, I'll do 75 hard-ish. Hard-ish. And uh, I did a 50% of 75 hard. But here's my thing. I have not yet mastered um, being as being disciplined in all areas of my life at the same time. Mm-hmm. And, and I will fully own that, that that's just where I'm at in my journey is that I can be really disciplined, but not in all areas at the same time. So for example, right now I'm being really disciplined with writing my book. I'm being really disciplined with my business and I am struggling. Oh, and I'm being really disciplined with my, um, like my family intentional time. Mm. And I am being, I'm struggling to be really disciplined with my commitment to myself. Mm-hmm. I know that I could be really disciplined to my commitment with myself, but which one would drop? That's always how it feels for me. Yeah. So I am here to be honest and be inspired by you. That's the goal today <laughs> <laughs> for this topic. Well, here's, here's something that I'm going to say about that. And that is that we always have prices to pay and payoffs to benefit from with all the decisions that we make. And so even mm-hmm. though, so I'll, I'll take the, I'll take the compliment. It's like, okay, yes, this is, this is where I get to help Amy out because she helps me out in so many other areas, but you know, there's a price to pay for that too. There, there, I have felt neglectful of my husband sometimes when I'm doing something that's for my self care or for my business, et cetera, or my children. It's, it's like, I don't know. I don't know if mommy guilt or wife guilt ever goes away. And I have had to make some concessions. Um, there's, there have been times when I have to double check, like, are you sure that this is okay? Thank goodness that my husband is a saint and that he's self-sufficient and that he's pretty good about just having mm-hmm. conversations. And when he says that something isn't bothering him, he 100% means it. When he says there's nothing, I'm not thinking about anything, he 100% means it. I don't need to go digging for some, you know, sub, sub-tweet or some sub-communication, you know? So that mm-hmm. gives me peace of mind. Um, and then the other part about the self-care piece is the communication part of it is so important. It's not just about what I'm doing, but it's communicating it to the people in my life and sometimes mm-hmm. not communicating it, right? Like I did with cancer. I didn't tell my parents about my cancer journey, which sounds horrible now, but I didn't tell them about my cancer journey until it was over because I knew, wow. like I knew that I knew that I knew that if I shared this part of my life with my parents, I was going to have to manage their energy. And I didn't feel like I had enough bandwidth for that. I felt like I'm having a hard time just keeping my own sanity. I don't know. I was in my 20s. I was very young. Admittedly, I was very self-centered. My daughter was very young. She was three years old at the time of the diagnosis. And then I got thrust into what felt like being thrust into starting my business right away. We'll talk about the origin story at another time. But the the 
I just felt like I, I don't have the bandwidth to be managing somebody else's worry and fear and concern and constant vigilance. And I just, I just don't. So I withheld it. And when I finally did tell my parents about it, they felt betrayed. They felt hurt, mm-hmm. but I think they felt more hurt about well, what kind of person am I that you think you have to withhold something in order for you to keep your sanity? <laughs> you know, it was like a, a moment mm-hmm. of self-reflection for them. And it was a real pivot point in our relationship, which I'm very, very thankful for. Um, and then the other part about self-care, it, not just communicating and sometimes not communicating it, but then just making your peace with it. Like once you've made a decision, you don't have to relitigate this decision. That is something mm-hmm. that I learned time and time again, because sometimes you, you, even though you've decided on the game, now it's like you decided it's baseball and you decided that you're going to be the pitcher or whatever. And then once you get on the mound, you're like, wait a minute, should I be the catcher? Wait a minute, should I be in third base? Wait a minute, should I? Da, da, da. Maybe this isn't the game that I'm supposed to be playing anyway. And it's like, no, we don't litigate all this. It's time to pitch the ball. <laughs> so when you decide these, these are the, um, disciplines that I'm going to engage in, these are the habits, these are the practices that I'm going to put in my calendar that I'm going to commit to for 30 days, 60 days, whatever, then that's it. Decision time over. Now it's time to execute. Yeah, you are good at that. I am learning (laughs) in that because here's the lie that I tell myself. Um, And this is, this is totally how my, my cycle goes. Guys, I'm just laying it all out today. Um, so, and I don't want to make it sound like I am a sedentary, you know, no, super obese, not. never cares about my health. No. You know, like I, I try, I try, but consistency is what's hard. So mm-hmm. here's how it will go. I'm like, I am doing a challenge and I'm <laughs> going to do this and this and this for the next however long. And then I do it one day and it feels great because, you know, I can manage getting all the things done in one day. Mm -hmm. And then I do it the next day and it feels great. Mm -hmm. And then the third day I'm like, I have overextended myself. (laughs) And, and, and it's this cycle Mm -hmm. where, because there are only so many hours in the day Mm -hmm. and there are, you know, my hours are all allocated for the most part, my hours are all allocated to something that is meaningful. And so when I'm doing all of the things, it means I'm not sleeping as much as I should. Yeah. Or I'm not giving myself any time to be still, which mm-hmm. is also not good. Mm-hmm. So it's, I wonder if maybe what would be better for me as I'm talking this out is to just like take every third day off. I would probably be a lot more consistent because what happens is I do, I push myself to the third day, then the fourth day I feel like trash and then I don't do anything for like a week and yes. then I feel guilty about it. Yes. And so then I jump back in. Maybe I just need to say, this is the cycle for this season of my life. Yes. Yeah. You know what? It's very important to identify the season that you are in your life. I, I talk about this with my sister all the time because my sister has two young boys. And, and I underscore that because Amy, you know, you have five boys. So it's like, I don't know. It's just different with boys. I, I just, I just believe that. And yeah, and, they pee everywhere. <laughs> I, you know, every time that I go down there to visit with my sister and I spend time with my nephews, I'm like, I'd never had this issue with Sahara. What is the deal with the violence and the aggressive play? What is this? Oh, yeah. So, so I just have to say this one second. The number one quote that I heard from my two youngest boys during, because, you know, they school got canceled. The number one quote for the first few weeks was, he kicked me in the balls. I'm like, stop <laughs> kicking each other in the balls, you guys. Like, or no, they don't even say that. They say the privates. He kicked me in the privates. I'm like, why are we having this 
every single day. Lay off the privates, people. <laughs> Boys are different. You have so much anyway. material for when they get married and you get the mic. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway. Yes, I do. And I'm excited for those daughter-in-laws. We will oh, be friends. Man. It will happen. It will happen. I'm, I can't wait to see it. So the, the part that we have to get conscious of, of is what season of life and what season of business we are in. There was a time in my life when mm -hmm. I couldn't dream of doing like running three miles every day. And now it's like, and of course, because I'm in a different season. I don't have young children in my life, in my house right now other than my, grand, my granddaughter. I have a granddaughter, and I still can't believe it. And so you have to be clear about what phase of life you're in and what phase of business you're in, and then give yourself some grace. Like, mm -hmm. it, couldn't, it, it wouldn't have occurred to me to do the 5Ks on a daily basis that I do now. It wouldn't have occurred to me back then. I remember to this day, my sister took me out for a run at one time. This was like several years ago. And as I was running, I was panting. I was going crazy. I was like, no, you don't understand. I started crying. She was like, I was like, I'm not a runner. My, my sister stopped dead in her tracks. She turns around. She goes, you know, you're doing the thing you say you're not doing, right? Like I was literally <laughs> running and saying, I'm not a runner. <laughs> and so... You have to give yourself grace and then you have to give yourself um, some best next steps. So don't try to climb the entire mountain, just take the next step. So for me, that started with, I'm going to make sure that I start eating at a certain time and I stop eating at a certain time, intermittent fasting, that I drink uh, at least half a gallon of water a day and that I get some sleep. Let's just do these three, three things and that, that'll make me feel like I'm on track for whatever the next thing is. And then I started implementing, okay, so now how do I want to tweak my eating? How do I want to tweak my exercise? And I started stacking habits. When you start, stack practices on top of one another, it's easier to revolutionize your life than if you're like, okay, that's it. I'm going on a 30 day, whatever. And I'm doing these 2,700 things, you know, because that's not sustainable. Yeah. I am notoriously all or nothing. Like I'm either doing P90X or I am not moving, you know, <laughs> I'm notoriously all or nothing. That is definitely, you know, it's funny because I've seen this in my business too. Like, I think we all have tendencies, right? And then the tendencies float to different areas of our lives. Mm -hmm. So here is my goal. I'm stating it. Yeah. Um, to create a plan that is small and do it. Because I always, I always have big plans because small plans don't feel exciting to me. So I don't get excited about a small challenge. It's only a big challenge. But I don't honestly think that I can maintain a big challenge at this moment in my life. But you know what? Without dropping something on, else. I'm going to push back on that a little bit. I'm going to say that the challenge isn't the doing this. The challenge is the consistency. Like how many X's on the calendar can you put there so that you can declare yourself the winner? And so it, it just pick one thing. And, I'm, and I, you know what? I'm going to give you this challenge to you, Amy. I'm going to give it to all of our listeners. Pick one thing, max three, no more than three. Pick, pick three things that you are going to implement that are going to be part of your self-care. And then give yourself a, like a challenge or a competition to see how long you can do the thread of X's on the calendar that you can cross it off as being done. I remember when I was little, my um, grandmother 
used to have this guy bring her mangoes and she used to sit in the backyard with us and she would make a game of how long she can continue peeling the skin off of the mango before it started to fall off and it was so fascinating to me as a little girl I was like "Ooh, let me see if she can do the entire and she used to do the entire mango I was like she's magic because every time that I tried to do that it always cut off for me because I didn't know how to cut the mango right and so I kind of brought that into my self-care practices like how long can I go without the thing cutting off you know, how many days can I cross off on my calendar? It's like, oh, I did it today. I did it today. I did it today. That's the challenge. It's not the doing this. It's how long you can keep it going. Um, just the thought of Dominican mangoes makes my mouth water a little <laughs> bit because I don't know where we get our mangoes in the United States, but they are not the same Not the fruit. same. Not the same. Not the same. <laughs> um, no, I like this. Okay. I'm thinking about it. Here's my, here's my commitment. Okay. This is making me nervous. Mm -hmm. I am going to commit to 20 minutes mm -hmm. of movement every day. Okay. Because I think part of my problem is I'm trying to commit to an hour. Mm -hmm. And like, I think I could do an hour four times a week. Mm -hmm. But if I'm going for every day, I think I need to make a minimum that maybe four times a week I do longer. But mm -hmm. on the days when I don't, it's 20 minutes. I could do that because I could be ridiculously tired and I could still go move for 20 minutes. That's exactly right. That's it. And I'm doing okay with my eating right now anyway. So I'll focus on that. That's okay. my one. That's my All one. Right. AP here. Everybody's, All right. everybody's accountability partner. Yeah, I know for reals. Guys, <laughs> ask me, check in on me. I, I need it. Check in on me. I need the check-ins. Otherwise I could be the person that dies and nobody knows for three months. Totally not. <laughs> so clearly. I'm not moving. Okay. We appreciate you being on with us today. As we do always, we would love to hear from you. What do you want us to talk about? Are there any topics in your business that you need some help and support on? Um, please make sure that you are subscribed to our channel. Leave us a review. Leave us some comments. Share this with other friends in your network. And we want you to know that you are incredibly important in your life and your business. You're the MVP and you deserve to be treated like one. And I am telling you these words as I'm telling myself these words, that we are all in this together. And if you're strong in this area, great. If you're not strong in this area, welcome to my club. And we are going to get better together. So thank you so much for being with us today. Thanks, everybody. You have worked hard and you've earned your place at the table of influence. Wouldn't it be great to have a board of advisors that celebrate your wins, support your growth and challenge your blind spots? That's why we host our influencer circles for six and seven figure business women. You are a high achieving entrepreneur woman who wants a deep dive in business strategy, collaboration and strategic relationships. Go to yourcircleofinfluence.com forward slash influencers and reserve a spot in one of our upcoming circles.